Good morning. You are listening to Capital Chat on KNY. I am your host, Jordan Lewis, and joining me here, I have once again some folks from Juno Jazz and Classics. However, my notes don't actually include names today, so I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves real quick. <laughs> uh, my name is Zul Bailey, and I'm the artistic director here of the Juno Jazz and Classics. And my name is Jim Logan. I'm a, a clarinet professor at University of Texas, El Paso. All righty. You've come quite a ways to be here today. <laughs> yes, and I'm extremely happy to be here. Well, that's good to hear. Now, I understand the first big event we want to talk about today is the For the Love of Brahms tonight at the university. So do you want to talk a bit about that? Well, let me just quickly preface it by saying we're in about four days into this festival week. We've had a tremendous um, outpouring of support and excitement. Um, the the, the um, the big band, Indigenous Big Band, was here with Julia Keefe, um, as well as Awadaj and Pratt's recital. We had the, the Crystal Saloon uh, engagements, which we had a jazz jam last night. I played in Tenaki. I also played in Huna, or they played in Huna. Uh, we've been everywhere for the last like four days. It feels like it's been two years long already, but it's only been four four days. But we're now coming around the corner uh, to celebrate uh, some classics, classical music. Um, and we're what was it yesterday or two days ago? Was it uh, Johannes Brahms? 190th birthday and so we are we are celebrating that as a globe but also right here in in Juneau and um, it, Jim came in uh, from Texas to join us with uh, fulfilling basically one of uh, Brahms's favorite instruments which was the clarinet so we, we titled the concert for the love of Brahms and the concert is tonight at that's UAS right. that's right really excited about this uh, and and the opportunity to to work with somebody in the level of, of Abadaj and it's just it's just absolutely uh, phenomenal um and and i'm really thrilled to be a part of something like this where uh the goal is not to just run in play a concert and leave you you come in and and uh uh, you just totally immerse yourself in 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 the in the scene in the city and getting to know the people. Um, you know, and I just came in. It was just yesterday yesterday morning. I was only twenty three hours, but boy, I, in that in that time, I've just met so many wonderful people here. And uh, uh, the, the, the 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 show that that Zool is is running here is extremely professionally run. Uh, so many people that he has helping uh, with him. It's just run very smoothly. Um, we're going to be. He mentioned running out to some other uh, to some other locations, locales. Uh, we're going to be going to a school here uh, in an hour. Uh, with a recital tonight. Um, tomorrow, I'm getting on a on a, a seaplane. Yes, Gus, you are, Gus Davis. Oh, I mean, this is the adventure of a lifetime for me. I'm telling you what, I'll be able to write a book about this trip before it's all said and done. But but uh, a recital in in uh, Gustavus tomorrow night with uh, Sue Kazama Kazama, who I'm meeting and rehearsing with later today. And uh, uh, we were at the. Um, uh, what was the, where were we? Crystal Saloon. Crystal Saloon. And before that, we did the clinics. Oh, uh, UAS last night. UAS. Yes, we had master classes and uh, and had and met a number of folks here uh, playing the symphony that, that playing in the uh, in the band here in town. Um, it, it's just it's just it's just great fun, and I'm really impressed. You mentioned the Crystal Saloon. Really impressed with the with the local jazz uh, folks you had up on stage last night. And I know that we had some some people in for the for the jazz clinic, but these were all locals that I was listening to, and I'm like. This is this is really impressive. I mean, really first-rate talent. You know, I was planning on heading down there yesterday, and then I ended up I ended up not going. I was very tired. Right. 
<clears throat> it was on my agenda. It was the thing I was going to do. Well, I was, I was so impressed with, with the room itself. And I understand it's a somewhat of, of a new locale here in Juneau. But but I, I felt like I was just walking into to a, I was telling Zool earlier, like I was just walking into a bar and, and on the Riverwalk in San Antonio. I, I just love the feel. And it was a great crowd that showed up last night. Terrific crowd. Several years ago, um, Linda Rosenthal and Paul Rosenthal, we were talking about who their favorite performers were in in history. And basically it came down to the favorite performers are people's friends. And I asked why that was the case. And they said that basically when you trust someone, you know someone, then you're really listening to their story. And in this particular case, when they're playing music. And one of the things we do here at Juno Jazz and Classics is we try to have people be here uh, in the community to the point where they're at the saloon for other concerts. They're at restaurants. They're at the master classes. They're in the region long enough that people can really get to know them as people. So then when... Uh, Jim Logan, our Awadaj and Pratt walk on stage for the concerts, the features, um, you're seeing your friends play. You're, you, you just dined with them last night or you sat next to them at another kind of event or went for a walk you know, at the Mendenhall Glacier, uh, whatever. Um, and that's, that's key to our success here. What Jim is talking about is that uh, everybody's impact from elementary schools to community centers, uh, senior centers, um, downtown at the different kinds of venues, not just a traditional venue, concert venue, but crystal saloon type venues. Um, it's very, very special what Juno Jazz and Classics does. You know, I definitely can, can see what you mean with that. I mean, I'm kind of reflecting on kind of uh, sort of my time uh, as a theater kid, actually, and kind of doing some of that stuff. and how much of a difference it really made when you interacted with all the folks in your community, you got to know them, and then they felt like they really enjoyed those performances more because they're like, but we know you, we, we've had you know these different events that we've gone to with you, and I can definitely see that, especially, I mean, I would imagine it's even stronger in the music scene. Absolutely, and yeah. and you know it, it just and it's it's wonderful for the community. It's also personally uh, extremely gratifying for me to have the benefit of, of of a little extra time with people because because it takes time to get to the point. As we'll mention the word trust, it get, takes a little bit of time to get to the point of having enough trust with an individual that you can ask them. Oh, really? I mean, that's what you are. That's really what you're wanting to ask about. And I and I had some of those conversations at, at the, the Crystal Saloon last night where I'd finished the clinic and was was talking with with some people and I realized oh you know there's a whole lot more we can do here I'm going to sit down with some, some some of these folks on on Thursday my last day here and uh, and get to spend a little bonus time with them which is just so great I'm, I'm so thankful to be here we also have the the, the benefit of uh, look around you you, yes. know, <clears throat> you oh. know Jim has, has never been to Alaska before yeah. and you know when you get off the plane here when I flew in yeah. uh, last week it it was so the sunset was to die for. And people think when I post pictures of my time here in Alaska that, that I fixed them or CGI'd them. And there, you know, no filter. There's there's no place like Alaska, especially the southeast of Alaska. And um, to have artists like Jim and, and Awadajan be able to spend time here and just take deep breaths of air that is unlike any other place or water out of the tap that is like any other unlike any other place is very special but we have we have many more events this week we have Phil Wiggins coming in. This is a week, actually, of, of, of great depth. We have classical. We have jazz. We have, with Phil, it's blues. There's the blues cruise as well as his, his blues concert, um, as, in addition to, obviously, surrounding regions. So I invite everyone to go to Juno Jazz and, 
and uh, Juno Jazz and Classics. Actually, it's called jazzandclassics.org. Um, and to, to check out the tickets, the times, the places, the venues, uh, and also go on social media. You can go to um, jazz, uh, Juno Jazz and Classics on, on Instagram or Facebook. You can go to mine at, at Zool Bailey. Um, I'm posting everything the where we are at any given moment, including pop-ups. We were down at the Maritime Festival the other day playing on the docks. Uh, if you want to hang out and see your friends, your new friends that you're meeting, the musicians, come come be with us. Gotcha, gotcha. Now we've got actually a good little bit of time left here. So do you want to do some more sort of like plugs for the performance tonight, actually? Yes. Yeah, sure. So, you want to talk about what you're playing? Well, yes, I'm, I'm playing uh, the Brahms' uh, second um, clarinet sonata. Um, interestingly enough, uh, Brahms didn't start writing for clarinet until years after he'd retired from composing. Uh, he was done. He had decided he had done his, his time with writing and everything, and he was just going to continue to walk down to the pub and drink his beers and, and, and enjoy life. And one night, he happened to be at an orchestra concert listening to one of the preeminent clarinetists of his time, Richard Muhlfeld, and uh, he was inspired, and he started writing again. Wrote a trio. He wrote a, a quintet for clarinet and string quartet, and two sonatas. This sonata that we're playing tonight is the last sonata uh, that he that he wrote, the last work for clarinet, and um, it was one of the last pieces actually he wrote uh, before before passing. So we we this is a work that that shows Brahms with all of his abilities in in full display. It's it's a it's a it's a miraculous piece, really. So the show is actually you know Brahms was a pianist. So it starts off with solo piano tonight, as if and, and to me, um, and you'll have to see it to believe it. But watching Awadajan at the piano, he looks like Brahms from the side. He actually looks like pictures of Brahms the way Brahms <laughs> sat at the piano. I, I can show you pictures. It's, I'm I can picture it. <clears throat> and I can so see it. the the idea was to have Brahms at the piano. And then joined by his friends, which, of course, in this particular case will be Jim on the clarinet sonata intermission. And one of Brahms's friends was also Hausman, a cellist. And um, the way Brahms weaves the cello world into the piano world, it's very symphonic. Uh, Brahms's voicing is very tight and overlapped. So you really can't tell how many instruments are playing. It's so tightly interwoven and beautiful and thick. And... Um, that's miraculous that we as cellists have the E minor sonata, which was actually a tribute to Brahms's father, who was a bassist. So the bass tones in that piece are unlike any other sonata that I've witnessed. And the cello that people are going to hear it on was built as a church bass in 1693 in Venice, Italy. So the combinations of the sounds and the uh, the sculpting of around Brahms's 190th birthday was was not on accident. Um, it was to just celebrate someone who's a towering figure and the successor of Beethoven. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll leave everyone to think on those thoughts for the end of the show. But I'd like to thank you both for coming on. It was fun chatting with you both. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to Capital Chat on KINY.